in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Radar Podcast at your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, leave us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. Check us out online at CEO Radar and leave a review about your company or CEO. I don't know, we'll do this every week, but more often than not, I hope to publish sort of a uh, technology roundup, uh, which would consist of articles and other technology-related news items that may have caught my eye during the prior week in our Tech Today Roundup to be published on, more often than not, Friday, maybe occasionally Saturday. In addition, we've just completed further research on personality analytics as it applies to CEOs, and we sort of did a fun one. We compared Steve Jobs to Tim Cook, the late, great Steve Jobs, Apple founder, former CEO, to current CEO, Tim Cook, innovator versus operator. And we explain in the article how personality can be tied to the innovation cycle, or at least influence the innovation cycle. And Steve Jobs, his personality, particularly when you look at the big five model and when you focus in on the personality trait of openness, and then you go through the sub-traits associated with openness, intellect, authority, challenging, adventurous, artistic interests, imagination, and emotionality. And if you compare and contrast those elements between Steve Jobs and Tim Cook, it's quite interesting, particularly if you look at two sub-traits under the primary sub-trait of, uh, rather, under the primary personality trait of openness. If you look at the following two sub-traits, artistic interests and imagination, there's a material contrast between Jobs and, and Cook. And those two traits speak directly toward creativity, to innovation, which obviously, obviously in consumer electronics land, creativity, innovation, new product development, and so forth are, are mission critical. It's an industry that is as fluid as any industry, any subsector under broadly defined technology, consumer electronics is, particularly when you're talking about the, the end product. The chips and everything that goes into that goes into the finished product are obviously important, but at the end of the day, it's the user experience, it's the design, it's all the tangible stuff, the, the, the elements that we interact with every day that are the, the super mission critical elements. And Steve Jobs had a personality that lended itself toward creation. Now, some of you may say, hey, uh, okay, so Tim Cook lacks in these areas. He's more of an operator. Uh, he, he, he lags Jobs massively in these two elements that you're talking about, these two subtraits, artistic interest and imagination. Okay, fine. But the company has done well under Cook's tenure. So what are we to make of this personality analytics stuff. And I would say, well, Tim Cook and the company are largely living off of Jobs' legacy. The phone has been the primary driver of Apple's business since they rolled the phone out. And I would argue that the iPhone has rolled out little in the way of material innovation. It's just been sort of incremental improvements with each release. Form factor, speed, battery life. And there's some, some neat things they're doing. But in the aggregate, to me, and I think to many other people, because I've seen a lot of people uh, complain about this fact, uh, the, the, the real innovation has been lacking. It's been more of a, a process of incremental improvements. So I would argue that uh, Tim Cook is enjoying the fruits of Steve Jobs' labor. Tim Cook, because his personality isn't one that uh, is, is based or steeped in creativity, 
because that's not who he is, because that's not in his DNA. He, Tim Cook, therefore, is going to have a, a, a difficult time uh, communicating, communicating with passion, communicating with regularity, uh, communicating with a, a varied message, communicating around the importance of innovating. He may be effective at, at, at paying lip service to it, but in terms of mobilizing Apple's workforce and stressing the importance of creating something that's truly revolutionary and creating a sense of urgency within the Apple campus, much, much more difficult for, for Tim Cook to, to, to do that as compared to Steve Jobs, because it's not, it's not genuine. It's not within him. It's not within his personality. You know, he, to Cook has to hope that he can motivate uh, his direct reports and those of his direct reports that have a creative elements. He has to hope that he can light a fire under them such that those people can light a fire under their, col- uh, under their colleagues and under their direct reports. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's mission critical within the technology industry, particularly those sectors that are rapidly evolving to have a CEO who is a creative type, who is competent in some area. J- Jobs was not a, he was not an engineer. He's not a formally trained designer, but he had a keen eye for design. I think Larry Ellison said it best, and I don't remember the exact quote, but he said Jobs was uh, sort of the ultimate edit- editor to uh, to Johnny Ive and the and the design team at Apple. He had a keen eye for editing product design. He knew when it was right. He knew when it wasn't quite right. And so I'm passionate about the fact that I think this uh, whole area, the the science around personality should be part of every investor's process as they go about stock selection, as they go about due diligence around which companies to include in their portfolio, which companies to add positions to the portfolio to grow the position, which companies to potentially short if you're in the long short game, particularly when it relates to the CEO. I mean, there's enough public data around all named all named executives within publicly traded companies. But at the end of the day, it's the CEO that's driving the business. It's the CEO that's driving the board. And it's the CEO that should be analyzed every which way to Sunday. And personality analytics is, is not an insignificant element. From my perspective, the CEO is the most important variable in any investment decision. Who is the CEO of said company? And personality analytics is a, a very important element that speaks to CEO's capability, the risk associated with that CEO. Because the risk with Tim Cook is that ultimately, and you're seeing it now, other manufacturers, other phone OEMs, Samsung in particular, Google's catching up, but the other OEMs are now catching up to Apple from a, de- a design standpoint, from a feature functionality standpoint. You may argue they've surpassed Apple from a design standpoint, from a feature functionality standpoint. So how then does Apple innovate? You know, let's put the, the next product as, aside for a moment. How does Apple innovate on the phone? What does the phone of tomorrow look like? And is it likely that Apple will create the phone of tomorrow, given that Tim Cook is CEO, given that Tim Cook, his personality is what it is? And it's not the personality of someone who has creativity in their DNA. That's all for now. See you all next time. I was born